0: Are you ready? It's showtime, folks! Do I have everybody's attention now? We are the nation! Give me a hell yeah!
1: Yes! What? Yes! What? Power!
0: Embrace the vision. We want the smoke! Everybody's got a price! With the benefit of those with flash photography! With a tear in my eye! The
1: cream of the crop!
0: But, 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 but life! Hey yo! You just made the list! I am the man!
1: The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be! This is such good shit.
0: Let's just get down to business. We'll shoot from the hip.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Wrestle Nation, pro wrestling talk for people who talk pro wrestling. This is the official podcast of NEW talking about all the happenings in the newest pro wrestling organization in the Pacific Northwest, as well as breaking down the world of WWE, NXT, AEW, and more. My name is Jordan Bowman and I'm joined as always by Mr. As Always, Mr. Hot Booth, the Segway Sensei, the architect, the man of a thousand nicknames, Mike Paris. Mike, you got a new nickname for us today, baby? Ah, uh, no, no, but the hot booth lives on. I'm hot and fresh out the kitchen. That's right. Mike Paris' is finishing moves is a go-to sleep on tickets. That's his... <laughs> he loves that shit. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's me. WrestleMania that's tickets. How could you come up to- with that last week? I don't know. I, hey, it took me a week of working with my writers uh and you know my (laughs) other content think tank to come up with that one (laughs) all right good to know yeah and then we didn't generate anything so then like a minute before we went on the air i'm like oh i'm gonna call him this that'll get him that'll get (laughs) him i did i have been gotten yeah wrestlemania tickets are on sale tomorrow you've been to all right here's a new nickname for you because you've been to so many wrestlemanias how about mr wrestlemania no one's ever used that before. Yeah, it's fresh, right? It's hot and fresh out of the kitchen. Good job, writing team! <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. They, w- w-
0: now, I noticed on Twitter today, there was, like, individual wrestlers tweeting, like, their
1: own pre-sale code. Did yeah. you see this? <laughs> I, I, I did... Okay, seriously, I did not see that. Okay. However, uh, I did see Ricochet tweet about it. It was like, oh, use the pre-sale code party. So I'm oh, yeah, okay, I'll do that. Uh, I didn't realize that this is specifically like Ricochet's code. I'm fine with <laughs> Does giving. Ricochet get a kickback I'm, kick back I'm fine with giving my commission to Ricochet. <laughs> yeah. I want to try and contribute. This guy. We're, we're going to be a little bit over the mat I don't care. Uh, this guy is one of the premier high flyers I have ever seen in professional wrestling. Why yes. is he not on television doing cool shit on a weekly basis?
0: Now, his pre-sale code is party. It is what does, party. What does that We've mean? established... I don't know. But that has nothing to do... Like, the rest of them, like, it was like, Becky Lynch, use my pre-sale code, the man. And, uh, you know, Cody Rhodes, use my pre-sale code, nightmare. Like, it was all, like, based around them. Mm. But Ricochet's his party. He's <laughs> got the new Adam
1: Rose. It's, yeah. He's got this party box. <laughs> Yikes. Stuff. Yeah. That, that's or what, maybe uh... he's got an Andrew W.K. gimmick. That's really going to get over... In, uh, in Canada? was Andrew Okay, was Andrew WK, was he a Canadian? Uh, like, was he a CanCon guy? Or did he cross so. over to the States? Or did he start there and he was just, like, global? Uh, is he? Uh, what? Okay, no, yeah. I think he's American gone global. Okay. All I right. don't think he has anything to do with You never Canada. know sometimes. I'm rocking him going out to moist concerts. No one knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's like oh, it's a, it's, I, I got some friends in the States. Is, is this a Canadian thing? It is, and they're good. So, you know. Sometimes we get good stuff we generate here. Yeah. What's-his-name had a solo career there for a little bit? David Um, Usher. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of good things that we generate here, how about you and me talk a little (laughs) (laughs) N.E.W.? What? I thought this was a moist podcast. Moist. 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 It can be. Well, no, we're going to break down uh, our other thoughts on Ocean's 8 a little bit later on. (laughs) We didn't wait. get them all in next time, but let's for now talk about Nation Extreme Wrestling. Oh my god! Come on! Now Rihanna, she's Canadian, right? And she just uh
0: she just uh, started here? Are you she was in Ocean
1: 8. Or is that oh okay, yeah. Alright. Rihanna's <laughs> yeah, not Canadian. What are you doing?
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. What are I, I doing? thought that was the only reason we were hearing Rihanna songs. And that was the only reason she was in Ocean's 8, because they needed 33 percent of the eight to to can re- con medium. baby yeah, yep. yeah that's
1: right uh well speaking tangentially of rihanna uh i saw drake's house on the weekend oh yeah i saw s- the in- inside her no 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 just the the big walls on the outside and the security guard <laughs> and the limo parking pylons that are out i was at my sister's mm-hmm. in toronto and she lives not in the same neighborhood but she lives like two minutes away from drake so wow. went rolling by there. And then I thought, because it was the night of the Ovo uh concert or whatever that got delayed. Uh I was at Lady Gaga that night. I don't know why I'm going in my personal life on the wrestling show. I don't care. <laughs> uh and uh I was thinking, what if we just rolled up, just walked yeah. up to the security guard. Hello, may I come in? <laughs> I would like to see Drake, please. I'm sure nobody's ever tra- all trying to jump in over the bushes. They're like, oh, big walls, scary security. There's no way I'm getting in. Why don't uh, you just ask politely, hey, I'd like to come in and, and experience this party. Is that possible? A friend of mine uh, lived
0: very close to Chad Kroger. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look at his photograph!
0: <laughs> okay. All right, yeah. And uh, uh, when I first started uh, dating my current partner, yeah. so... Near two decades ago now, uh, her and her friend went to Chad Kruger's house, uh, buzzed the the door thing, and a security person answered. Yeah, and they just sang "Hero" into the microphone, and then we all left.
1: Yeah, no, that thing was everywhere back in the day, so I'm <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm so really you could have done
0: that. You could have sung your favorite Drake song. Uh,
1: I couldn't have because I don't like any of hmm. them. God's plan. Yes. Sorry Malik. In, yeah. In Sorry Malik Bello. I uh, Speaking of parties, and parties you want to be at. <laughs> you have
0: tried to do so many speaking of segues, and i have just
1: just—I'm like tried to straight. shut them all down. <laughs> I'm derailing this on purpose to set you up to be the segway sensei, ah, to ah. live into the gimmick, to and get us out back of your on track. I think you brought us back from the depths of Ocean's 8 uh, last week, so I was counting on you here. But if I got to do the speaking ofs, then I'll do the speaking ofs. Uh, parties you want to be at. Paris? Yep. Yes, sir. So i was sitting there last night. Mhm. It is not important where there is, but I was I was sitting there. Mm-hmm. And I'm I got legitimately excited as a fan, not even as like, you know, commentary, but just as a fan about any W Base Brawl on August 20th at Nat Bailey Stadium. What's not to be excited about? It's going to be awesome. Like it's, uh, it's such a
0: fun concept. Yeah. Like it's what like this is this is everything that a local Vancouver fan wants. and in the, in the dead of summer, you know, like a lot of people in our area, even people who don't like baseball, head to the Nat to see the Canadians play. Oh, yeah. You don't know who any of these people are. Maybe they're good. Maybe they're not. I don't know. Maybe they're going to win. Maybe they're not. I don't know. But you go there for the experience, for the sun, for the beer, for the hot dogs. So take out the element of, I don't get give a shit about baseball, and... Add the element of, I give major shits about local wrestling.
1: Tons of shits.
0: So many shits. A diarrhea level of shits I give about <laughs> All BC the shits wrestling. will be given. Yeah. Was it next Saturday? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. 20th. At the net. Yes. At the net.
1: It's, oh. It's. <sighs> I'm over the moon excited. Now, here's the thing. I had. It's not that I had forgotten this was happening. Right, But I've known we were running the net for a while Then it was announced, tickets on sale We did the show, we had some weeks off Because of vacations and whatnot Um, And then like, we're within striking distance I want to make this clear I don't know when this is going to air So I don't know what day it is today in your ear holes As you are listening But we are striking distance From some incredible pro wrestling At Nat Bailey Stadium At the tail end of the summer Like man, there's going to be nothing like it
0: yeah, you aren't gonna find like this isn't, uh, to my knowledge anyway. This isn't something that happens at your local indie across across North America. Maybe it does, maybe I'm missing something, but like I've never heard of this before. This is Vancouver. This is a Vancouver special, and uh, they've got good beer there at the Nat too. Oh, yeah. I, I keep bringing that up, but uh, they have a good selection, better than most venues in the Lower Mainland, and that's something I can appreciate.
1: Well, I'll have you know that it might be a little bit tougher to get beer there, because the lower bowl is sold out. Oof. Yeah. Yikes. Hopefully, I, do you know what? I, di- I did it.
0: I went out into the public, and I gave some people my finisher, the goat, to sleep on tickets. And <laughs> now they're going to have to suffer in the uh, in the upper decks.
1: Well, it'll still be good. It'll, so, still, yeah, it'll still, still go. It'll still go. Don't be like, "Ah, I'll but don't make me hit
0: you with the go to sleep on tickets again." Yeah. Cuz then you might miss out entirely.
1: Yes. Voro's Twins in State of Emergency? Get after yeah. it. It's going to be great.
0: Uh Sebastian Wolf throwing down on Twitter today saying that the match will be short enough that they'll be able to fit it on TikTok. Oh! Yeah. Ah, I love Sebastian Wolf. You you can't dislike the guy. He's, yes. you know, super you know who's easy to dislike. The the goddamn Voro's Twins. Yep. What are they? <laughs> what are they
1: doing? Yep. Go S O E. Indeed. Uh, and then again, we're gonna get made event Evan Rivers. Yeah. Uh, Wyatt still must be just absolutely seething. Uh, I think he might be trying to get him removed from the match. I think Rivers called him out for his lack of credentials, and my broadcast partner Justin Morris I think also uh, called Wyatt out Ooh. for his lack of credentials. So that's my job. Yeah. I don't know what you were doing at the time. Pile well, on, bears. Pile I, on. If I was Evan,
0: I would keep keep an extra eye open because uh, you don't want to get uh, Tanya Harding
1: by uh, Wyatt Aren't. Oh, he might be lurking in the shadows. Tanya with the, with the lead pipe. Tanya, hey, that was not she. She didn't do anything personally. Yes, fair didn't enough. even do anything personally. What's the name of the clubber? That's what I'd like to know. Oh, good trivia question. That guy sidestepped infamy, right? Yeah. It's, it's Tanya Harding. A. It's Jeff Galuli B. C. That guy is just, he's living his best life his, somewhere. Else? If his name was Galuli, we'd remember it. Oh, of course. <laughs> or if his name was Buttafuco, we'd remember it. Something about the 90s and the controversies and the names, man. But, uh, yeah. I hope no one gets their knee clubbed. X person style. Whatever. The, I'm just God. saying. Just saying. Yeah. Someone's got the cash. Wyatt still got that living
0: bounty though for uh uh beating Evan Rivers, I think is still on the table. Yeah. And a a uh a figure four leg lock around, around a post. ring post. Yep. Yeah, so like I feel like this these things could still happen um at the Nat, so check out for that.
1: Ah, oh, it's gonna be awesome. And then of course the one year anniversary show at the Commodore. What a great way to cap off what Two incredible finales for the first year. It's only been a year. Like we yeah. are, we were talking last week. We're a little bit over a year of doing the show. I think August first or something, or maybe it was supposed to be August first, but it debuted a couple days before uh, the first episode of Wrestle Nation. But yeah, we're almost like a year into N E W and the stars that have come through, the stars that have elevated, that are already here. Uh, some of the venues. I think about man, the doing the convention center was great. Studio nightclub for N E W three two night spectacular.
0: Fuck. Let Let's talk about how all of this, and I feel like I've mentioned this before. All of this has been done during a worldwide pandemic. Yeah, imagine what N E W could could do given in a full year of full health. Of, uh, you know, no passports, no masks, and all, all that stuff that we look forward to in the future. And and NEW was going to continue to thrive and continue to develop talent here here in the Pacific Northwest.
1: Yeah, this ain't a hard sell, folks. As a fan, I'm excited about that. Uh, the show's coming up and where they go beyond there. Again, we talked last week about some of the big stars that are coming in. Mackie Ito, Davey Richards. Uh, dude, Chelsea Green's coming back. Cody Chun, fuck, ah, so good. It speaks
0: volumes as well that these people want to keep coming back, right? We've got great fans, great venues, and a great promotion here.
1: Yeah, I've never, you know, obviously been in the locker room as a, you know, in a, in a wrestling capacity, but I would... You keep putting on your singlet, but they keep on sending you back to the commentary booth. Oh, I'm I'm basketball shorts and kick pads, actually. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. Uh, But I can only imagine that folks and they're coming through, they're working here with this talent, with this company, and they're going to where they're working next. Like word seems to like I imagine word spreads pretty quickly. Oh, you got to go out there. You got to check these guys out. You got to go up against Judas Icarus or Travis Williams or Elliot Tyler. uh, Really all the, you know, Evan Rivers, Evan Rivers. Oh, main event ever. Oh, now, yeah. Adam <coughs> Ryder. We've seen Adam Ryder with some really high-profile uh, matches over the last few months here. So, yeah, you got to imagine word spreads and everybody kind of lets folks know when they come here. Have a great experience with the fans, with the fellow wrestlers, with the organization that it spreads. And, you know, never know who may be showing up at your next NEW show. So don't be like Mike Paris in this specific way. Don't sleep on tickets. Be in like, the rest of the things you do in your life though. Yeah, be, yeah you could be like to be me. Yeah, be like Mike Paris in other areas. Mike Paris yeah. is a good friend, he's a good listener, he's a snappy dresser, and he's a song and dance man. So, yeah, be it's like true. be like Mike Paris in those ways, but not in the way where you, you sleep on tickets and you miss out.
0: It's my greatest flaw as a human,
1: which I've always told you daily in a text <laughs> message true. at 7:15 a.m. on the dot.
0: Yeah. Sometimes I like to sleep in. Yeah. It's very annoying. And that's not
1: a bot programmed either. I make the effort to wake up and text I, you that. I, I can tell. Oh, seven. 7. are typos 714. regularly. 7.14. I'm, I'm sitting waiting to press send. So. <sighs> want to talk about the wide world of wrestling? Apparently. Expand the scope. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, if you want to, we'll do it. All right. Force my hand. Threaten me with a good time. All right. Let's do it. Wide world of wrestling. Mike Paris, yes, sir. The streak is over. No, I'm not talking about Jade Cargill's streak of 36 and 0, 500 plus days unbeaten. Competitor, uh, I mean a streak of us leading off with WWE uh, on Man, the wide world good, of wrestling. It was a good two episodes. Two episodes. They were they were top of mind. We we had yeah. to discuss them. Yeah, they forced our hand. Um, that being said,
0: we we are going to lead off with AEW this week, but WWE there's there's yeah,
1: there's some, things. <laughs> there's some things. There's some things. Yeah. So yeah, which there have been, you know, things developing over the last couple of weeks there. So no, I'm not running looking at the show breakdown, okay, we'll talk AEW, these things are really, really good. <sighs> and then WWE and then we'll talk about Undertaker and the Saudi Arabia show coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, no. Are there more Saudi Arabia shows? I haven't of course, heard about yeah, dude. They while. got like a ten-year commitment, and they're yeah. only like, I think they're only like maybe like five or six years into it. But they're too many years into this thing. Remember yeah. when they were held hostage? <laughs> yeah, I was does say, anybody remember? I, I, I'm a little worried. I'm worried it's going to be like we
0: only deal with Vince McMahon. Oh. Like, oh. you
1: know? Oh, you know what? Okay, it's tr- oh shit, we're doing it. It happened. <laughs> You know what Triple H? They're going oh, We're gonna Week bring three.
0: We're <laughs>
1: three. That's three. They did it. Fuck. Uh oh. We're gonna bring this guy back. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. Uh, oh, we're gonna focus less on overly skip- scripted promos and all that. Imagine if Triple H came out and like you know, thumbed his nose, cut a promo yeah. on Saudi Arabia. Yeah, thumbed his big nose at him and went, Nah, don't Take want your, your fucking money. blood money. Yeah, pedigree to your. Uh, to your opinion, there, sir, that be that would be crazy. They go to Saudi Arabia. He like pedigrees the prince in no, the center of the ring, and he, they'd never go there again. That's the thing. They would. He he himself could never go there again because they would maybe do what they allegedly supposedly do there. I don't know. I don't read the news a lot, but I hear there's a lot of bad shit that goes on. So allegedly, uh, yeah, allegedly,
0: we don't want to have to summon Cassidy once again to. Answer our legal calls. All right.
1: So a very eventful week for WWE. Uh, they forced our hand. We're gonna talk about them. Okay. Uh, Triple H, righting some wrongs, apparently. Sure. So yep. people say, and he's decided. You know what? That NXT lineup that we had that got regularly spanked by Dynamite on Wednesdays. Let's do that on the bring page them all in. Bring them all in. Uh, yeah, Carry and Cross re-debuted at the end of Raw. Uh, was it Smackdown. Raw? Or Smackdown. Smackdown. Uh, yeah. Attacking Drew McIntyre. Uh, why didn't you just use your sword, Drew? Idiot. Um, <laughs> that's overly because Karrion Cross has got that cool helmet. Oh, no? shit. He does. Oh, he okay, doesn't have that. The helmet makes it. He's, oh, <laughs> yeah. imagine that. Okay, <laughs> they just get some special effects work going, and Drew lightly cleaves him in the head, and then Karrion Cross turns to camera with Drew's sword sticking out his saying, going, I wish I had that helmet. <laughs> Vince was right. Yeah. <laughs> Who the, is it Shane writing this? What's happening? <laughs> uh, yeah, so Karrion Cross re lays out uh, Drew McIntyre, no mask or gimp suit in sight, and has a bit of a stare down, a little bit of a, hey, this is, a, this is an hourglass. Just going to put that here. What do, what do you think of that? With, uh, with Roman Reigns. Uh, yep. yeah, one of Triple H's kids returns. And it's one maybe folks were probably least excited to see. I don't know. What's your thoughts? Well,
0: I think like you and I had, had talked kind of last week about who could be a kind of a credible, like, intermediate challenger uh, for Roman Reigns. And I think that based on his size, his look, they brought him back with Scarlet, which is probably the biggest the biggest flub that they made with bringing him up to the main roster yeah. initially was not bringing on Scarlet. So they they have Scarlet, they have Carrion Cross, they have him in his uh, traditional just silent ass kicker gimmick, if you will. Yep. And uh, yeah, I think I think this is a good move. I think he's he's. You look at him and he's credible. You look at him and he looks like he's a shit kicker. So I don't think, I don't think the uh, even the people who didn't watch him in his NXT time are 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 going to, to to be against him being a credible challenger. I, I, I think it's a good move. I think they needed someone fresh. They needed someone with size and skill and carrying cross brings all that.
1: It's just like it always kinda comes back to when you really look at this and like regret them doing it. The Adam Cole promo. Where, like, Mm -hmm. Adam Cole just absolutely just eviscerated him with, like, some really, really good, like, iconic lines um, about, oh, yeah, you've got all the cool entrance, the hot chick, all this sort of stuff to make you special and you're still not. All they have to do with me is just ring the bell. Like, people keep kind of, you know, bringing that up and and citing back to that as something really damaging for Karrion cross but... I think they can obviously get past that. I, I'm really interested to see how he's presented, what they do. There's been some chatter about him possibly being included uh, and making the clash at the castle, which is he's not going to be in a fucking castle. Uh, a triple threat. Okay. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Yeah, but is, sure, you're, you're just throwing him right into the mix. Let's have him win some matches before he kind of gets a, he, he gets the guy to beat. You know, Roman Reigns, because we were talking about credible opponents, and I saw your message in our group chat before I even watched SmackDown or knew what happened. Sir. So I was like, Ooh, who could it be? <laughs> and when I saw his carrying cross, I'm like, Oh, yeah, that, that guy. Who did you think it was going to be? I don't know. Like, I guess not. You could put Gargano in there. I have
0: no idea who, who I no, thought No, because it, could it be. needs to be someone of size, it needs to be someone who can stand literally with. With Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. And you just need someone, yeah, with that that stature. Jade
1: Cargill. Yeah, that would have worked too. uh, I'm very excited. I was always excited to talk about Jade Cargill. She's great. And she's getting, okay, maybe she's not great, but she's good and getting better. And she's going to be special. Uh, What else going on WWE-wise? Oh, uh, yeah, they brought back, uh, man, Triple H just loves late 2010s TNA. (laughs) <laughs> Get some of that. Se- oh, I got my uh, my killer cross. Get me some of that Samuel Shaw, too. Uh, Dexter Loomis returning in the background of the main event segment and getting dragged out. Uh, you got some thoughts on this? Um, hmm.
0: I, it, it was awkward. It was weird. I'm not sure where they're going to take him from here. It was, but he had kind of a weird journey through his NXT as well, and started yeah. as this like homicidal maniac, and ended as this uh, like the whole the it's whole goof. wedding yeah, yeah. with uh, Indy Hartwell. And in the... loved
1: man, I loved it. That's that's good silly pro wrestling that I there's absolutely right. a place for.
0: So who is the Dexter Loomis we get uh, in the WWE? No idea. You know. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I, maybe there's opportunities one way or the other, but, you know, he, he's gone through quite a journey already in his WWE career. And then I don't, was he released or was he just. I think a lot of his folks
1: were like released. I, yeah. I, I can't, I couldn't even keep it straight just because, yeah, Nick Khan just piling up bodies left, right, and center uh, right. and cutting all these careers uh, short from WWE. But yeah, like there's now, it's expected apparently that uh, Bray Wyatt is going to return. Uh, You know, Bobby Fish was recently, like, quoting as the saying, as far as Triple H taking over creative, that he would go to war for him. Right. Like, super, super popular guy with the, with it seems the wrestlers and stuff. And yeah, they are going to be those folks, your Brock Lesnar's, maybe your Austin Theories, who were, like, total Vince projects, uh, who maybe will kind of be left in, I mean, you look at, uh, we could talk about Kevin Owens returning. Kevin Owens returning as an absolute ass kicker and then Kevin Owens also seemingly possibly supposedly writing off Ezekiel. Yeah, just kind of sending him to the
0: creative graveyard of this guy. And, sky, and so that's hey,
1: you figure out a way to use Kevin Owens, maybe you don't have him in a feud yet. How about this? Anytime you need a mess cleaned up from Vince, send Kevin Owens out to power bomb it onto the ring apron.
0: Anytime Kevin does that, you know
1: okay, that, you're, you're, gone. you're never
0: going to see that character yeah.
1: again. <laughs> it was like that run up to WrestleMania remember, uh, where Randy Orton was running through the new Nexus. And every week he kicked another one in the head doing his punt move. Yeah. And like basically ended the new Nexus on his way to... I want to think that was a CM Punk match, I think. Yeah, because it was a new Nexus. And he kicked uh, Husky Harris off of TV. And then he threatened Vince. He's like, I'll be back. Just you wait and see. I'm going to let you ruin several more characters of mine <laughs> before I'm done. Uh, but, uh, yeah, just just running through them. That was great. I'd love to see that. Kevin Owens comes out. What's, what's a silly bullshit wrestling thing you don't like right now in WWE? Oh, God. Um,
0: oh, do you know what? I was literally just thinking of something that I was like, oh, it's weird that Triple H is letting this continue to happen, and I can't pinpoint what it was now. Don't you dare say maximum male models. <laughs> <laughs> that's don't some dumb you shit too, fucking dare! Good example. Uh, yeah, no, that's so funny. I was, uh, yeah, there's there's several that it's like right. I feel like they just I have to work this out. They have to keep yes. this going until it until it fizzles away, and then yeah. they could do something different. Right. Well, I, um, uh, well, I don't even know his, his L.A. Knight. Apparently, is getting rebranded already. Mac- he's, he's so Max that. Dupree.
1: Yeah, they removed but him. Apparently, that's apparent- over. Oh, what? Yeah, that's what I've heard. Jesus. So maybe Max Dupree's about to get power bombed onto an apron. Okay, cool. Hey, I don't know. You know who I love? I love me some Donovan Jack. Yeah, yeah. There um, you go. Let's uh, if he's still running around with his T-bar getup, I don't know what his deal is right now. I have no idea where he is or what he's doing. But well, whatever Mace he's escaped, doing, so. if it's if it's silly, send Kevin Owens out there to power bomb him on the ring apron and let's wipe the slate clean. Oh, he calls it the slate cleaner. That's it. <laughs> apron powerbomb. all coming together. Doesn't work. Oh, the entire concept of... Oh, what was the bullshit Shane McMahon thing we brought up last week that was fun to talk about? Uh, raw Underground. Oh, Raw Underground. Powerbomb the whole concept if it's in a binder onto the ring apron. Just clean that slate. <laughs> He's just powerbombing scripts. Yeah. Good. He, oh, someone writes the word <laughs> wrestling on like a big, you know, thing. <laughs> On, like, a skateboard or whatever. And he just runs out and just power bombs it on the ring apron. We're allowed to talk wrestling now. Perfect. It would be a a ban on wrestling. So maybe a wrestling with a circle and a line through it. And It's it's deep, okay? Like, you'd have to really kind of sit back and go, okay, so he broke the thing that said no to wrestling? No, it's the word wrestling. Because apparently that (laughs) also changed recently where, like, belt... And wrestling and f- those silly terms that were outlawed in oh. WWE are, are gonna be integrated okay back list. into
0: programming. Excellent. How about well,
1: yeah. interesting. Maybe
0: the word shit too. Ooh. I'm wondering if I was thinking about uh Dominic Mysterio as someone who should just get power bombed off an apron
1: and You know what? Out of the world. That's our new <laughs> thing. It's like it's push Barry or clean the slate get kevin over here power bombed off television oh can you just imagine dean ambrose still being around with his all everybody smells gimmick and then oh it just comes out i'm gonna wipe this slate clean for you pal power bombs on the apron okay cool let's go
0: uh, and they just like get up like dean ambrose just gets up and walks away after that like he's like oh thank you thank you
1: i don't want to mention him on the show because he was one of my favorites and he's a Real fuck cheese these days, but uh imagine the amount of times that Kevin Owens would have cleaned the slate with Glenn Jacobs. Yeah, yeah. Isaac DD DDS. Boom. Apron. You're done. Fake Diesel. Boom. Apron. You're done. I guess it would have kind of stopped there. So twice, but yeah. Chad Gable could use a power. <gasps> oh my God! Yes. <laughs> And then he power bombs him, and then as he's unconscious, he takes like a sample of blood. I was gonna say DNA. I don't want to sound gross. Takes a sample of blood <laughs> or a hair follicle, and then puts it in a quick little shake and bake DNA test with one of Kurt Angle's. And it's like, oh yeah, no, he's Kurt Angle's son. That's what we found out from the power bomb. So the power bomb did it, guys. Yeah, works its magic. But power bomb free you. So, uh, but yeah, there's talks of also, yeah, Sasha Banks and Naomi going to be coming back. There was also a weird thing going on in the background on Raw with like the car crash. I don't know if you, did you, you see this? I feel like Jay Leno. Uh, no. Hey, <laughs> did you hear about this one? No, Jay, you crazy And Did you hear about this? Did you hear this one? Uh, no, so during the, I think it was a Kevin Owens like interview segment. Uh, it was, I think it was like Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop Where there was like a mysterious car crash in the background And then that was like zoomed in on And then prominently featured in like a couple of segments Where like the car was being towed or whatever So oh, okay. it, it's really cool Because a lot of people are kind of talking at like a sub-level Of like, hey, this thing that was going on in the background like, Is that a thing? Is that a thing? What's going on there? And maybe it mm-hmm. ties into uh, Sam Shaw I forgot his I completely just blanked on his Dexter name. Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis, thank you. Um, maybe it ties into him. Maybe it ties into somebody else. Who knows? But I like the idea of background stuff. There was those weeks before the fiend debuted where his little puppets were showing up in the background yeah. randomly of segments. Yeah. I loved it. Like we are conditioned after however long for backstage interview segments to just kind of like tune out. Are you like me? Do you just kinda of tune out a little bit? when they're in the back just having a talk.
0: Yeah, well, I'm often not uh, keeping my eyes on the product directly yeah, anyway. Yeah, because like, like, I look at you, doing as, <laughs> as, and sometimes
1: obviously there are people who are like, no, I want to watch every second of this. You're John Moxley's and you know stuff that are super engaging. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, you're Jericho's, you're Eddie Kingston's. You don't take your eyes off Eddie Kingston. You're worried he might come out of the screen and hit you. But, uh, yeah, so it's cool to have stuff going on in the background because you kind of want to watch every minute of the show you don't know what you're going to miss so yeah i maybe this car crash is nothing uh i don't think so it looks like they're kind of building to something and who knows maybe the thing they're building to is shit but uh that doesn't stop the feeling that i have now of being moderately interested and intrigued you've got my attention now you have my attention you got my attention so right on Anything else WWE-wise, because the streak lives and we let off with them three times in a row. Those uh, sons of bitches that got uh, us. That you want to get into? No, I don't think so. No. How would Kevin Owens go about reverse apron powerbombing the members of the Hurt Business to put the Hurt Business back together? Hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He goes to powerbomb one of them
0: and they like her and karana out of it maybe and he he's like oh okay no you're, you're right you're right like it's like a yeah it's it's like a respect thing oh know? so he
1: doesn't do it okay yeah, yeah i think okay cause That's like, how do we undo something that shouldn't yeah. have been undone <laughs> or redo something that shouldn't have been undone because man i miss the hurt business what i was just so cool love those guys yeah, and I, I like
0: I, I feel like a good stable, and we will talk a bit about stables as throughout the throughout the evening. A good stable has the like one guy at the front, and then they like t- the tag team underneath. Yeah. Like I think that's like the quality. in uh, and, and they had good um, charisma with one another. The the Cedric and and Shelton, and then you got your manager. Yeah, it felt like it fit really well together, and and it didn't get the the chance to blossom in the way that it could have.
1: I have said many words on this show about my absolute adoration for evolution as a stable concept. Absolutely loved evolution. Uh, I also love in a stable, and this is going back to the Hurt business, there being somebody to compete in, like, different, like, classes or, like, different, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Divisions. Divisions. Yeah. So, them having like just this fucking badass cruiserweight who's going to. Yeah. It's like when Six was in the original NWO. I thought that was great because he's a menace to the cruiserweight division where like everybody else has other fish to fry. But they're not just going to leave a, a division completely unconquered. So, they have their own guy in there doing it. I love that. So, reverse powerbomb the hurt business. <laughs> Bring him back. Perfect. I'll talk a little AEW. Uh, 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 the uh, yeah, yeah, we got it. We got Pretty it. Pretty hot dynamite. Uh, hot. The clash of the belts or battle of the belts or whatever. And then we had uh, quake by the lake uh, for rampage and dynamite this week. And next week we got dragon's den or whatever the shits going on with the HBO. Synergy yeah. promotion of the house of the, the dragon, uh, dragon yeah, the, the Game of Thrones bit. And I sure. thought it was just a you know, it's not just a clever name. I thought it was just a fun like gimmick or whatever at first, but they've got uh Brian Danielson, the dragon versus Daniel Garcia. Was it two out of three falls? Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, I think so. For the, yeah. the, the dragon slayer, Daniel Garcia. So kudos to them for uh the corporate tie in. Is that it for The dragon, HBO dragon championship. Oh, it should be for one of the eggs at the very least. (laughs) Uh, But you know what we're not going to have with this cross promotion? Uh, A room full of zombies that comes out to ringside and. uh, You haven't watched it yet. And you wouldn't get in there. Oh, yeah, I guess it's true. Maybe that's
0: a a dragon lumberjack match. Like.
1: I know we mentioned that you know we don't talk that, but no one really talks about raw underground. It's just kind of this thing that exists over here and always will exist over here. Uh, I don't feel we talk enough about uh, the the Night of the Living Dead or the the Batista zombie movie lumberjack match and just yeah. the entirety of that that whole and, fucking and,
0: thing. If I recall correctly, like Ms. Ms. Morrison, is that yep. who it was? Like get like they get eaten. Miz they gets get, eaten. They, they got straight. Up Morrison eaten runs
1: away and then they're all in and they wouldn't get in the ring during the match. Say what you will about the zombies. They respect a good wrestling match. <laughs> they respect they, the ring. They respect a I saw wrestling one of them match. get in, but then he he wiped his feet first. He was like yeah, yeah. He was very <laughs> very respectful. Bloodthirsty cannibals. But oh hold on, folks. We've got some <laughs> some catch as catch can stuff going on in there. And then yeah, Miz was like unconscious and at the end of the match uh, they all climbed into the ring and just, like, mauled him and, and ate him in the middle of the ring. And uh, next up, we've got Charlotte Flair versus Nikki A.S.H. <laughs> our our uh, man was just... Was oh, just and it. Miz? Oh, he's, he's back the next night on Raw. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, it never happened. So, yeah, I guess we haven't seen it yet, so there might be some actual dragons. Rey Mysterio also
0: got thrown off a building around the same stopped, time. though. You that going.
1: was great. Oh, we're gonna do Money in the Bank, and it's gonna be set at our corporate headquarters, and the 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 ring and the ladder and the briefcase are gonna be on the top of the building. I'm sitting here going, "That sounds great," but someone better get thrown off of that fucking building. And someone and they did. did they did it. They thanks went there. WWE. Thanks Thunderdome era. Ah oh, man. Anyway, I like that match. That what were we talking about? AEW. <laughs> we were talking about. Uh, and and dynamite and, and quake by the lake and the upcoming uh, dragons den. So this dynamite bookended by some pretty great matches. You had Darby Allen and Brody King uh, in a coffin match. We've seen a couple of these. Brody King instantly busted wide busted open. Wide open and yeah. Uh, I'm surprised you could see. Fuck! It's 5:03, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! Children are still awake. Yeah um good match though darby allen i always am very concerned for him watching him wrestle but damn if that guy's not highly valuable as a fella you can just throw around and take a beating but also can very realistically tough things out and win that's hard to do hard to do
0: i thought this was a pretty creative uh coffin match as well like it had its like yeah, it's moments with uh, when House of Black showed up and and all those kind of things, and then Sting shows up. But ultimately, like I liked the finish. I liked I liked the match throughout. So I thought it was I thought it was a fun take on the concept.
1: Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, I love Sting and uh, Alistair Black's uh, Malachi Black's little showdown, and I yeah. love like the whole bat thing. All oh, that takes me back. To the first, the early era of Dark uh, of Crow Sting in WCW when he—I thought it was like a trust test. I thought he was gonna like throw him the bat and then turn his back to him. Remember that? Yeah. Fucking and when Randy Savage didn't do it and they left together, very very exciting stuff. Uh, Yeah, was such a massive fan of that Sting getting in the mix. Uh, So yeah, so I thought they were gonna do a trust thing. They didn't, but still pretty cool. I love Malachi Black. Just not really giving them not the time of day, but like, no, we're not doing this now. We're not doing this here. What do you think of Sting's new uh, new makeup? Looks very cool. Very Super cool. cool.
0: My child is making a cameo
1: appearance in the background. All good. People didn't need to know that. This isn't a <laughs> oh, video. Oh, sorry. Show. <laughs> I was moving right past that. Yeah, <laughs> it was a
0: run-in from behind. You got yeah, yeah exactly. I got sn- snuck attacked. Uh, yeah, no. Uh,
1: I I thought it was. Uh, is it going to stick around though? Is that? I don't. Is that a permanent fixture? No, I'm sure it is. Nothing's a permanent fixture for him. But I kind of like. Oh, it's the spreading of the of the the spit that he got in the eye. Uh, but, like, Miro doesn't have it anymore, which we'll talk about. But, uh, yeah. Julia Hart doesn't have hers anymore either, even though she's, like, she evil part of the deal. Yeah. yeah. Um, really great finish to the coffin match, though. So I will say, like, I thought they had a new member and the lights out, lights on thing was debuting a new person in House of Black. Uh, yeah. But, no, that's just Buddy Matthews who gets bigger each time I see him. Not taller. No. No, I was like, "Who's you you that?" You can't teach that <laughs> piece of beef. Look at this guy, and no, it was just him. He's a little tank. He's huge, man. Like again, I was a big fan of that guy in the cruiserweight division. I was a big Tony Nese guy as well. But holy crap, why is that guy not wrestling on Dynamite every single? Cause he's also, I think, he's a great wrestler, and this finishing move is great. That like rolling, uh, yeah, fireman's yeah. carry, slammed. Oh, it's so cool. It looks. It's one of those finishers time. though that I'm like. You can't do that on everybody. You know what I mean? Sir, I told you every time I see him, he gets bigger. I see (laughs) him being able to hit friggin' Mark Henry with that by the time all is said and done. Satnam Singh's getting that move effortlessly. (laughs) That's how big he's going to get. fair enough. Him and Hobbs are just having a big off. Oh, man. Hobbs, another guy who looks bigger every time I see him. I love powerhouse Hobbs. He's great. Um, I love the finish of the coffin match, though. Uh, with the the choke out with the chain mirroring yeah. the the Royal Rumble that they did and and that spot and then also kudos to them for like when he drops off of the apron and stumbles into the coffin, all oh, that door dropping behind him was smooth.
0: Yeah, they I, executed that perfectly.
1: Oh, they did. I thought for sure that it wasn't going to happen, and like Darby'd have to like kind of walk out there and awkwardly be like, eh. And then push the uh, <laughs> push the door close. And yay! Get and down. I did it. Um but uh yeah, no. Awesome match to start Dynamite. Oh the blood. Um what else did Dynamite, you know, just all over the show jumped out of you. It was again another, I'd say, enjoyable episode of Dynamite. They've put together some real solid ones lately. It's cause they named them. You know. You're not just Yeah, gonna, that makes all the difference. You're not just gonna not bring it for Quake at the Lake.
0: You have to bring it all up like that. If this lake's a
1: Quaken, don't come a sh- shaking. That's good. Bacon. Yeah, I was yeah, it is. Shaking's right there. That's good. Okay. But I can't. Yeah. And they did a really good job with the opening match to overcome my disgust when I tuned in and this didn't take place at the side of a lake or on a lake, on a floating ring. Furious. You've f- you forgiven them then? They came the oh, yeah, it was a enough- good match and it was a good show, so I can't stay mad at you. You give me great wrestling. Uh, well, like. My my instinct wants to
0: jump to the very end, but I, I don't necessarily do want that. to do that. <laughs> we can do that. Big, that's good news for Ricky Starks, because we're talking about him after the main event. So, like, was this all a ruse? The, uh, the foot? The foot? I like, we were talking about know, it man. Well, a couple weeks ago, a few episodes ago, talking about how it seemed he was giving all, CM Punk, of course, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. giving all appearances that he wasn't going to be back for a
1: long time and yeah. here he is. I'm sitting back. I'm sitting reading CM Punk was crying at Comic-Con, sobbing because his foot was super sore and he couldn't walk and people were putting ice packs on it and all this stuff. I I guess maybe it was because he's I thought he was doing the worm, like he was going the Scotty Too Hotty worm, but there was a thing where he had his arms <laughs> out and he kind of jumped in a circle on one yep. foot looking exactly like Scotty Too Hotty used to. And I guess that was a, like, yeah, my foot's fine because I was watching when he came out. I wasn't surprised because I didn't get to watch Dynamite Live. And here's the thing. I really, really hate not watching it live because I hate not being surprised at things. I'm yeah. still on Twitter. I'm still seeing stuff. Yeah. So I knew he came out. So, meh. Uh, but as he came out, I, was, I couldn't help myself. I, w- I didn't watch a single punch he threw. I just stared at his feet like a weirdo. Uh, just trying to see, oh, is he limping? Is he fine? What's, is yeah. he fine? What's going on there? And a couple of times I'm like, oh, he's hurt. Look at that little, at that little limp he did. But uh, no, him hopping around looks like Scotty too hoty. I guess it's, yeah, he's 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 fine. Apparently so. Right on! Okay. <laughs> yeah, sure, we'll so take it. So I guess it. we've got our, uh, our all-out main event then? Yeah, that seems to be the case. I, has that been confirmed? I don't... I don't... I'm not sure. We're going to wait for the uh, I guess HBO Barry-themed Berry, uh, episode of Dynamite, because that's one you want to try and sell. Oh, Barry. Yeah, Barry. <laughs> I, was I was like, like B U R- yeah, B- or B- yeah, or B-U-R-Y? <laughs> U- no, I mean Barry, the HBO show. I could have chosen a better <laughs> one. Look, I'm sitting here. I know the example wasn't good, but I'm going to power through it anyway. Uh, but, uh, yeah, maybe they do a fancy sponsored Dynamite, and that's the main event. But I think, like, we're talking September 4th here. Like, and it's a title, potentially, like, unification match. I don't want them to keep pussyfooting around with two world titles. Okay, he was the interim champion. He's the champion beforehand. Both guys are back. Let's go.
0: It's the showdown last week tonight with John Oliver <laughs> Showdown. <laughs>
1: yeah! The Kerb curb your, curb your enthusiasm themed <laughs> dynamite. Is that are they coming back? Are they doing another one? <laughs> Years between those. Ah, oh, man. Um, but yeah, Punks Punks back and looks like that's gonna be the uh, the all out uh, main event, which fucking
0: fucking This yeah. isn't a battle royal, this is a battle euphoria. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that's
1: it. I, uh, that'd yeah, be good. I think I'm out. That'd be good, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um so yeah, I guess it was. I guess it was bullshit, or you know, looks. We were worked. Looks fine to me. Or or he had some magic doctor fix him. I hate One getting worked by anybody but Christian. The bastard Christian again. Pack, sorry, you don't have that moniker anymore. Christian is mega bastard. He's the best. How's Luchasaurus treating you? Good. He's he's turning, man. It's happening. <laughs> Sticking to it week to week. I'm like, ah, okay. He still has the. He hasn't switched to the face. Uh, titan tron in entrance which makes me a little bit worried uh but uh yeah man i think they're gonna do uh you know when they do a flight of the concords themed dynamite they're gonna do christian cage versus <laughs> jungle boy <laughs> we're going just back farther and farther when they do an oz themed uh <laughs> yeah dream on themed darby
0: the... allen is gonna send brody king
1: six feet under oh shit yeah Yes! Uh, (laughs) And they'll do, like, Christian Cage versus uh, Jungle Boy, and then uh, Luchasaurus will fuck him over, and then we can, like, keep this thing going for a while, I think. Because they don't overdo it. Like, we get little bits of it pretty much every week. But I'm not, like, clamoring for this thing to end. I'm not sick of seeing their stuff. Because you'll have, like, think of the Punk MJF feud and how long that went on for. There was a match on a super, you know... Uh, Deadwood-themed edition of Dynamite that they had. (laughs) That would have been better for an Adam Cole, or not Adam Cole, for an Adam Page reference, but fuck it, whatever, moving on. Uh, Yeah, and they actually had their big final showdown on a pay-per-view, so I think you can not just go to All Out, but you can maybe extend this to the next one.
0: Yeah. Uh, We're jumping all around here, but I'm a little disappointed at how little uh, Lionhearty Chris
1: Jericho was. All right, man. So here's the thing with Lionheart, Chris Jericho. It seems like every other week, you know, when they've got a John from Cincinnati themed uh, dynamite <laughs> deep pull. <laughs> uh, it seems like every time they do this, uh, someone calls out a different version of historical Jericho. Right. I want the painmaker. I want the Lionheart. I want this. I cannot wait until they're so deep in the well where it's like, I want codebreaker Chris Jericho with his sparkly vest and short hair. I want to make the list. I want list Jericho (laughs) next week. The ultimate, you know, climax being I want dog walker Jericho next week. The man who main evented WrestleMania eighteen and nobody cares. That's the Jericho I want. Remember that? It was just all about Stephanie and Triple H's dog. Just fucking awful. Kevin Owens. That's not what you're looking for in your
0: WrestleMania Get in the
1: quantum tunnel, Kevin Owens, and go back and powerbomb that whole thing and wipe the slate clean. (laughs) Because I'm not opposed to Triple H versus Chris Jericho for the title at WrestleMania, right? I'm not even opposed to that as the main event going on after Rock and uh, Hogan if they, you know, booked it well. And had a good story going into it. But no, it was like, yeah, I'm going to watch walk Stephanie's dog. And I have the dog now. And Triple H loves the dog. And this is what we're doing. WrestleMania title match.
0: Now, now, how do you feel about this? Is this a crazy idea? You actually have time traveling Kevin Owens. Oh,
1: <gasps> right. Oh, yeah. And then they just
0: like et- take the footage and like edit Kevin Owens into it. Yep. And Kevin Owens is powerbombing give people me the forest, at WrestleMania give, 18. Give me the Forrest the Gump
1: treatment. I want to he's in a green screen room and you just superimpose (laughs) one over the other get like a body double and then you do deep fakes now what the hell we're in 2022 There are deep fakes why is Kevin Owens not traveling through time undoing wrestling's biggest blunders okay here we go all right the very famous invasion uh raw with the return of the old stone cold right Fucking the entire WCW is in the entire arena beating up every single WWF guy they can find, right? Invasion was a bunch of shit, but let's not think for a second that that wasn't pretty fucking cool. That was, yeah. Oh, he breaks his pool cue at the thing. He's watching shit on TV. Freddie Blassie stands up out of his wheelchair the whole night. That's a good fucking Raw, right? Yeah. Imagine time travel with Kevin Owens. Austin comes out fucking runs through wcw he's giving stunners to canyon and sean stasiak (laughs) and the hurricane and all that right and then kevin owens pulls up uh just driving he doesn't get involved but he opens the door to a limo goldberg gets out sting (laughs) gets out hogan and flair get out and then the tide turns and now the invasion is fucking awesome thanks time traveling (laughs) kevin owens Save the day! You did it, and we love you for it. So you can take that one, Triple H. Yeah, Hunter, you can have that one. That's for you, just because we want to see it. Um, let's see what else going on in AEW. Uh, Adam Page is going to be in the corner of the Dark Order the Trios Tournament. We'll talk about the Trios Tournament in a second. Uh, yeah. And then the Young Bucks trying to get him on their side. He's like, "I'm actually just going to hang with these guys, so I can't really be on your team." Which Opposite side of the bracket, man. Like that's not a decision you have to make yet. So, I, I do appreciate his uh, loyalty, though. Yeah, butterfly jeans. Uh, yeah. So then, Young Bucks a little bit, uh, a little bit pushy, a little bit uh, mad about that. So, uh, yeah. Looks like we have the the bracket for the trios tournament, and the Young Bucks they're taking on uh, Andrade, Dragon Lee, and Roosh. Roosh. Yes. Not rush. No. You read and the- Dragon Lee, you luckily sponsored by How's it a Dragon? Of Dragon. <laughs> yeah, let's fucking good good synergy. I can't wait for Barry Horowitz to appear on the Barry themed episode of Dynamite. That's gonna be absolutely amazing. Uh yeah, so there's a first round matchup. That's the first one that's gonna happen. Uh on the same side of that bracket, what we got? We got uh the United Empire or the Will Ospreys group. Yeah. Yeah. Um versus who are they fighting in the first round they are facing death triangle oh yes all right okay that'll be hot that'll be great yeah so it'll be will osprey and ozzy open versus death triangle they'll fight the winner of andrade dragon lee and roosh and young bucks and kenny omega i suppose Uh, On the other side, you get the House of Black and the Dark Order. House of Black should be going straight through to the finals. I feel like these guys should be your first champions. Every one of these guys needs to be wearing some sort of gold, and luckily they're in AEW where one in six people gets to be a champion. So, it's like the CFL in here. Oh, it is a CFL in here. It's great. <laughs> I can't wait for someone to like lose in one side of the bracket and go, actually, no, but you were better than the folks on the other side of the bracket, so you get to move over. You can come over anyway. Your Eastern uh... Conference champion, BC Lions. What the fuck <laughs> is that?
0: It happened, man. Uh, the house of black uh yeah they need they need a rub right like, without yeah they need something to not let them get stale so yeah i think a, a,
1: a house of black versus young bucks and kenny omega uh team would be great or will osprey and aussie open like they're pretty fucking good too uh they're up against a dark order uh you can be in their corner all you like hangman page i don't think <laughs> the dark order i'll be furious that the dark order makes it through house of black and then uh the best friends versus the trust busters <s assisting falar> with, uh, baby brock parker Boudreaux. <laughs> <laughs> Buster.
0: trust busters
1: so i'm thinking best friends and house of black and that'll be an absolute massacre just like with the you know the difference in in gimmicks and stuff there um, yeah any other you know things you think are going to happen in this trio's tournament you see another team that i didn't mention maybe winning no, I could see like I don't know. I wonder if they're gonna like draw it out the Kenny reveal, but like it seems to be the way they're going. Which is weird because that matches like uh, it's that matches next, pal. Uh, it's on the how's it Dragon Dynamite, right? So right. if they were saving some sort of big sort of like reveal, I would think maybe they would wait. Although I think maybe they want to get a big splash on Dragonmite and have that happen.
0: Or I don't know, maybe the Bucks can't find a partner, so they go alone in the tournament and win, and then you could they win two on three and I don't know. I don't know, but it just seems to to be odd if, if it is the Kenny reveal we're waiting for.
1: Yeah, a lot of stuff could still uh could still happen there. Uh what else we got going on in uh Dynamite Land? Stokely Hathaway tried to recruit uh, Billy Gunn's adult sons. No acclaimed this week. Very, very disappointed. Boo. I know. Uh, Jade Cargill uh, made it through Madison Rain. Awesome, good stuff. Yep. Enjoyed the match. Jade's getting get better every week. And man, she just she looks like she should be the biggest
0: star in all of wrestling. But will Athena be the one to dethrone her?
1: I hope not. Like, this is a Roman, I feel like I that's what we're building, too. I but. know they're not the same thing, but I feel like with Jade Cargill, we've got a Roman Reigns-type situation where you're kind of looking up and down going, who could that person be? Because they keep like bringing folks in. Imagine yep. if that's what they dangled in front of Sasha Banks. Hey, come on over here. We'll let you beat Jade Cargill and be the one. Be the
0: secondary title holder in the women's division.
1: Yeah. Come on over. Is that don't good you want for that? You? Yeah, that's great. Um, anything else from AEW you want to get into? No, I don't
0: think so. I think we, we covered the, yeah. the brunt of it.
1: Yeah. It was a good
0: show. Uh, you like, you like Ricky Starks? I, we, yeah, we talked about this last week. Like, yeah, I, th- I think he's doing good stuff and I, 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 I like the character. Like it's, yeah. it, and I also like how the character hasn't changed per se recently, um, but he's just kind of turned it up a little bit, made some alterations, and I think people are getting behind him.
1: And I'm going to say this right now. I think his, uh, his taunt, his little, his little move, the fake hat thing or whatever, that is as, this doesn't gonna sound weird, physically catchy and iconic yeah. a taunt as Randy Orton's fucking miss. Well, it makes a good thing. like silhouette, right? It makes it incredible like, silhouette. Like yeah. that Not is that like.
0: It, it's just like if you saw the silhouette of it, you'd be able to tell who that wrestler was.
1: Absolutely. And this you right? know, and that makes all the difference. It's the presentation of it. It's the theatrics of it. So Ricky Starks all across the board, ticking boxes. It's awesome. Uh, a little Pusher Berry, you think? Ooh, Ooh. A little bit you of that. not that in a while. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, Mike Paris, uh, yes, what sir. do you have for us today on uh, on Push and Barry? Feel free to all play right. along at home and scream into your iPods or your phones. Honestly. Let's uh, start with a few things that we've kind of already covered
0: today. Yeah. Um, but uh, if you have any further thoughts, let us know. Uh, the House of
1: Black, Pusherberry. Push. Push. Absolutely. Like, all of them are such monsters in their own way. Like, it's three unique dudes that all fit the same aesthetic and just look great together. Push them all the way to the trios championship, please. Uh, Dexter Loomis. I'm gonna That's the push. The sound of him being pensive. Yeah, it is. I, well, I'm being pensive because of like TNA, and again, this is the NXT crew that lost to Dynamite and ran to Tuesdays. Um, I'm gonna say push, just because, like, I want this to work. And I want, like, new stars. We talked to new stars, Madcap Moss, Austin Theory, and stuff last week. But uh, give it a go. Like, Let's give it an, an honest try with a different person at the helm. So I'm going to push uh, Dexter Loomis. Let's see where this goes. Uh, Allow me to clarify what I'm
0: about to say, if, if need be. But in NXT
1: 3.0... Do you mean a reversion back to what yes. the original vision of it was? Yes. There's
0: space uh, for... Independent workers to come through, okay, and learn the WWE style as opposed to uh, them making more homegrown talent. Okay, like I was, or a, a blend there in because right good, now it, it's more focused I'm, on homegrown. Yeah,
1: I'm pushing that, um, but. I don't want to see NXT kind of get back to where it was. Like, I think it being more of what FCW was before, like, NXT Mm -hmm. was. Like, let's get... I mean, when we see footage of, you know, like, Brock Lesnar and stuff in there, like, they were still kind of working it out. Like, the Leviathan, Batista, and prototype John Cena. Like, I don't need to see the finished package on, like, the main roster that's in, like, NXT. I would... Like, a different presentation... Is cool. It being more wrestling theme is cool, but I still kind of, you know, want. I'm trying to figure out the way we to describe it, but uh, I'm just gonna go with a. I'm gonna go with a push because I I want to see more up and coming independent wrestlers on NXT, and not we've trained this football player to do a couple, right. um, you know, backslides, and this is what he does now. So yeah, I want to see Travis Williams in NXT, and Judas Icarus in NXT right an opportunity for people to showcase
0: what they have yeah and like with, with the like push that champa's getting right
1: now like you know you, you love to see it it ha- like, yeah it it has to match the presentation of what would be on the main roster a little bit because that's what's so jarring is you've got carry and cross being this particular person and then he comes up and now he's this they didn't change yeah. a ton, but even a name change for like you know the War Raiders or whatever to even they should have been War Machine the whole time, but like you know the presentation it's too aggressive. Yeah, PG. The presentation changes, and when they came up to the like main roster was like pretty jarring. So as long as we're getting like kind of a similar type thing, because uh, yeah, the Champa on TV now is like NXT Champa sorta not insane, but just a badass ass kicker, and he's so small. It's so great. I love it. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> sticking with WWE, the Judgment Day adding more members. Barry, uh, I just Barry the Judgment Day entirely. Yeah, or... I just don't think. Like, what are you here for? I just don't think the like the purpose and the mission is clear. Really, mm-hmm. I mean, they hate the Mysterios. That much is clear. Uh, I'm all for Rhea Ripley beating up Dominic every single week. Push that. and That's on your (laughs) list. Push that to the moon. And it sucks because I like Finn Balor a lot. And I think heel Finn Balor is an absolute, when he's able to be, son of a bitch and, Mm -hmm. like, super hateable. So I really want this to work, but the supernatural angle of it, without any really purpose aside from we're here to, you know, destroy your heroes. Uh, All right. Don't. (laughs) Like... It's tough to get behind that. So, yeah, I'm going to bury Judgment Day. Uh, The Bailey, I don't even know if they have a name, but Bailey's a
0: stable of ladies. How about them adding more members? Uh, I'm going to bury that, too,
1: because I like it being the three of them. If there was five of them, then a bunch of them have to go off and do other things, and it kind of, like, splits things up. But here, like, Bailey, I don't know where she's at, like, injury-wise. She seems like she's better. Um, she could still be like a mouthpiece for them and be yeah. part of this presentation as they're going through the women's tag team title tournament. Now, holy shit! What a, they were great. What a great yeah, match so that I was. was. Just, that's like, actually why I had this on. Yeah, here. yeah. Because
0: I want to bring up how they're an awesome tag team. They're like, they great. Work Really, really. well and it's
1: like it's kind of a foregone conclusion. Like let's just give them the belts. If you want to raise the prestige of the belts, unless yeah. on the tail end of it you have them. Let's say they win them. No, that's a bit bullshitty. But let's say they're like they're there and they have the belts and all that stuff. It's like, okay, well also let's just say you guys are the interim women's tag team champions and then right then and there Naomi and Sasha come back and right. they determine who the true champions are. That'd be all right. But I like that group a lot. I don't want any more folks in there. I think it's a really good balance right now. I don't like Naomi
0: and Sasha coming back to like straight up just like win. There yeah, though that seems like I, such yeah, a like heavy-handed yeah. redcon. like that without I, yeah. yeah
1: I mean if Kevin Owens isn't involved then it's gonna come across as really <laughs> heavy-handed now how do we get Kevin Owens tournament
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they still have the belts tournament over um all right so last one for this week um and we saw one of these at SummerSlam and it's something that uh, kind of gets on my nerves a little bit so I'd like to get your thoughts on it a psych
1: out Money in the Bank cash in don't like it. If, he, if he's not able to cash in because of, like, I'm trying to think. Because it's happened a couple times where someone has, like, changed their mind. I'd rather someone change their mind than they get their ass kicked. Or, yep. like, I'm all for, like, a tease. Like, he comes out and has a look and everything like that. But the whole sure. thing oh, is, 100%. like, when they have that, it's the run. That's it. When they have yeah. that fucking run, when they've got the briefcase and they're with their other hand waving the fucking referee to hurry up, let's go, this is happening. Don't do that and then not give it to us. Like, the rules are so, like, vague, <laughs> if you will. Okay, so he <laughs> expressed his intention to cash it. Yes. He gave me the briefcase. He, he brought a referee. He brought a referee. He gave the referee the briefcase. Now, the rules of chess play a <laughs> part here. Because although he removed one hand from the briefcase, one was still on it until he was attacked. So that second hand was off the briefcase, but not of his own accord. So technically he didn't fully, with two hands, give the briefcase over and release. He did not cash in. All right. How about you don't have to have any of this justification at all, and you don't do that run. Unless you mean business. Or, like what,
0: When they say it, like what are the formal rules? Like a, a bell has to ring? Is that yes. the
1: rule? He has to give it over. And I love, because the fake outs, some of them have been really bad. Where, yeah. I want to cash it in. You want to cash it in? Yeah, I want to cash it in. Are you sure you want to cash it in? Yeah, I want to cash it in. Are you super, <laughs> super, 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 super sure? Yeah, but, oh, now it's fucked. So I can't. Um, yeah, some of them is like, uh, like, hey, I'd like to do this. Here's the briefcase. Okay, ring, ring. Also, although some of the greatest money in the bank cash ins have had that music cue as a part of it, and that's something I look at when it comes to like money in the bank winners is whose music would be coolest, like hitting out of nowhere. That's where, like, that was the one reason I thought Brock was a good choice for it is just because, like, when that hits, that's like significant. And if a cash in is happening, okay. Um, But you don't see a lot of cash ins where someone's like coming from like under the ring. Or coming from the crowd. Imagine they lift up that ring at the SummerSlam match mm-hmm. and fucking Austin Theory is like camped out under there, just like <laughs> waiting. I know he'd probably die because they fucked it up and moved the <laughs> ring a bit. Like, that's, okay. I'm well aware saying this that that sounds pretty dangerous and that it wouldn't really work. Uh, margin of error, very hard. They're very, very large for that. But uh, yeah, just imagine if like Austin Theory was trying to. Be a bit more sneaky about it. Yeah. Or, or anybody cashing in. It seems like the cash-ins are all you know starting to be relatively samey. I don't think he's going to successfully cash in. Although, uh, was it Justin who potentially posited Cody Rhodes wins the Rumble, Cody Rhodes beats Roman Reigns, and then Theory cashes in on Cody Rhodes? Yes, that yeah. is Justin Morissette who, who pitched that, in case you're wondering where that good idea <laughs> came from. I, and I can see that, like, I don't, I don't I just don't see
0: Austin Theory as a
1: me, heavyweight me champion neither. at this point. Me neither. Um, that's the one way they could do it where I'm like, all right, he's a piece of shit. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and I, I think, you know, maybe it's a money's in the chase kind of thing for Cody Rhodes. So I could see them wanting to maybe draw that out for a little bit. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I just don't, I don't buy Austin Theory. So that's
1: the major problem there. Yeah. Same, same. So, yeah. So, I will bury the fake money in the bank cash in uh, because I I have very passionate, specific thoughts about what should and shouldn't be allowed. Like chess. That's right. You know, Chess rules. He didn't take his hand off there. Uh, I want to chat a little bit of wrestling history before, uh, whoa, before we shut it whoa. down.
0: Whoa, d- oh, whoa. Did, we're throwing did Kevin Owens come, come through and just like... Powerbomb our show That's and right. reboot it back to the way it once was?
1: The two-segment show was powerbombed by Kevin Owens, <laughs> and we're going to get a little bit more elaborate with things here. And, uh, yeah, talk about this week in wrestling history. What we're going to do right here is go back, way back, back into time. One, two, three, four, hit it! My countrymen and my friend... I had hoped against hope that some miracle would prevent a devastating war and
0: bring to an end the invasion. This most serious threat
1: World Wrestling Federation has ever known. The long-term future sports entertainment could change forever. A succession of actual wars have shaken the entire world and have threatened to bring on the gigantic conflict which is today unhappily a fact.
0: Once, but many times that I have seen war,
1: and that I hate war. This is our last
0: chance. There's no going back.
1: There is no tomorrow. They want to finish us off. Feel this moment for the rest of your life. This war is only half over, and it could damn well be lost. We're laying it all on the line.
0: Nothing can stop the WCW and ECW.
1: Austin is gonna lead us into the Lift up your heart. All will come right. We will kick
0: WCW and ECW's. No WWE superstar is gonna deny us from our destiny. Death. The sports
1: entertainment. I have seen the war. Double And I hate war. Wait. Never mind. Nothing really happened. All right. Thanks, anyway. no, Okay. Not cool. joking. Uh, yeah, so this week in wrestling history, we got a couple things to, to, to pick up here. Uh, 2001, an eventful SmackDown taping took place that saw Diamond Dallas, Page and Canyon become the first WCW tag team to hold the WWF tag team titles when they are beat by the APA. Later in the show, Kane and Undertaker became the first WWF team to win the WCW Tag Team titles when they beat Sean O'Hare and Chuck Palumbo. A few things there. Sean O'Hare, I was a huge fucking fan. Super disappointing and tragic to see what happened with that guy because holy shit, he was a million bucks. Uh, Two, this is the kind of shit that made the the invasion stupid. WCW guys, (laughs) hold your WCW titles. WWF guys, hold your... The the switching back and forth was just like... it 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 was dumb. Hardcore title, fine. No one cares. All right. Mike Awesome, <laughs> hardcore champion. Fucking sweet. But Have we seen anything with the
0: 24-7 championship uh, lately? I wonder if oh, I think
1: got... Uh, Kevin Owens is probably going for that. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to win. He's going to claim it. No, he just power bombs <laughs> just the champion. Power bombs the title. <laughs> and there it is. Yeah. Power bombs the champion and then power bombs the title on the ring apron. And Boom. Capcom. It's done. Anyway. <laughs> uh, on the same show, Rhino famously gored Chris Jericho. I can't remember what version of Jericho. Through SmackDown's Ovaltron. It was the last taping to use the original SmackDown set, and the new set, including the iconic SmackDown Fist, debuted the following week. I cannot wait for. Let's just say Wheeler Yuda to call out, I want Rhino Ovaltron Gore Jericho next week. That's the Jericho that I want. It's like, yeah, I bet he's got a, you know, he's got Gord. And then they destroy that set and no more,
0: uh, I think that's the the Barry week that they, uh, the HBO sponsored. I think it might be the Veep week.
1: He's <laughs> <So. laughs> trying to run through a Rolodex the, of HBO shows I know about.
0: Wheeler Yuda... Gores Chris Jericho
1: through the the Veep set. Oh, shit. Next year, AEW presents True Blood and Guts. (laughs) The show's been canceled (laughs) for years. (laughs) We don't care. It's too perfect. And you haven't done HBO sponsorships in about eight months. It's too perfect. True Blood and Guts. Yeah. Uh, What else do we have here? Uh, 1998. Uh, WCW Road Wild took place at the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally in South Dakota The main event saw Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff Defeated by DDP and Jay Leno I think we Uh, might have talked about that Last year, now we're getting like repeats (laughs) A little bit, I love that Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, In 1997 Sabu defeated Terry Funk in a Barbed Wire match for the ECW championship The match was considered so Violent that Paul Heyman refused To ever book a match of its kind Again, and he never did well, there you go. A man of his word. 1999, Chris Jericho made his long-awaited debut in an episode of Monday Night Raw, the week's long countdown to the Millennium hit, right in the middle of a promo by The Rock, and Jericho came out to declare Y2J had come to the WWF. And then The, the Rock punked him out. Immediately. Great. Right. Just some
0: childhood memories right there
1: uh, 2019 Bray Wyatt's new alter ego The Fiend made his in-ring debut At SummerSlam against Finn Balor oh, Poor Finn Balor uh, Yeah, and I mention that because Justin Morissette, my commentary Partner in NEW Him and I sat next to each other in Toronto at the, it's not the ACC anymore I know it's some Scotiabank arena or whatever it's called uh, We sat there and we watched this happen And it was really fucking cool Mike It was really cool and then yeah, and then what happened? Uh, a couple months later, he lost the title to Goldberg, I think, in <laughs> Australia or Saudi Arabia. Or... Yeah, it wasn't pretty. So yeah, so there's this is a this the big... one where he had a big hammer? Uh, oh, I did he have a hammer? Oh yeah, I remember when he was set on fire, <laughs> and then he came back as like the molten version of himself. Yeah, and then oh, he yeah. like magically transformed into just the regular, horribly you know visaged version of himself, and then he was released the next day. Good times. No, actually, they the, weren't. The Alexa Bliss period. Yeah, they actually weren't good times. Imagine that. Uh, I want to say one thing before we go. Uh, my brother-in-law. I was out in Toronto last mm-hmm. weekend, uh, and I uh, chat my brother-in-law. We were talking. He's like, "Oh, so how do you, how do you feel about uh, about Vince?" That's the thing. Some of the wrestling stuff crosses over to him. He went with uh, with me to see NXT in Toronto like twice. That's all the wrestling he's ever seen, and he loved Mm -hmm. Peyton Royce. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, so we're talking, and he was actually, after seeing uh, the NXT in 2019 with the SummerSlam, he's a uh, pretty fairly successful financial analyst, investment (laughs) banker and stuff. He was looking into investing into, like, WWE, seeing, like, holy shit, these guys just, like, generate tons of money. And then I remember it was like months later when the thing happened with, uh, with Goldberg and The Fiend. I'm like, don't invest in WWE until Vince is gone.
0: Might have been a good time to invest. I guess, yeah,
1: because now we're... <laughs> but uh, so we were talking about Vince being gone and all that sort of stuff. And I mentioned like, yeah, Vince is a piece of shit for a bunch of other things than just, like, the recent stuff. He was like, yeah. oh, yeah? I'm like, yeah, have you ever seen Dark Side of the Ring? And he's like, no, I haven't. I've been meaning to watch it. but." So we sat there for a good 45 minutes, and we went through – we didn't watch anything, but he pulled up the Crave app, and we're going through Dark Side of the Ring episodes, and I'm pointing out, oh, you got to see this one. This one's going to be really good. Paris, if you had to throw down for, like – Non wrestling fan who has an interest, maybe watched it at some yeah. point, you're giving them. Is, is five too many for you to think of off the top of your head? or uh, Yeah, maybe one might be too many. <laughs> Did you not watch Dark Side of the Ring? Were you sleeping on it? No, no, no. I've
0: seen them all. I've seen them all. Yeah. Seen them all. Just what, what jumps, the, my out, at, what is what not jumps out at
1: you as one, to, as one to, to recommend to someone?
0: Well, see, there's ones that are very like. Sad. That I thought were really good like and stories that i had never heard before yeah that i enjoyed because i didn't know them so that's very different than like me trying to get someone who maybe has limited knowledge to watch them and understand them yeah like i might have different recommendations sure. so uh the jimmy snooker
1: one that's the one that's the one yeah vince the piece of shit look at this jimmy snooker thing yeah yeah <laughs> Like Owen Hart. That Owen Hart one took me, like, that came out, and that took me about maybe a couple of months to get around to watching. I just, like, right. Yeah, I wasn't in the headspace for it. So, so fucking tragic. And guess
0: what? Vince.
1: Vince! Yes!
0: Well represented as a piece of shit. So oh, there you go.
1: Jesus Christ. Steroid, like, I like Steroid the, trial. All oh, Vince. Uh, <laughs>
0: Yeah. I like the Bruiser Brody one. Like I thought that was I didn't one know that like a lot I thought about that. That was Exactly. I, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that story very well, so that was cool, right? Dino but... Bravo as well. So yes, I I, yes. I
1: told him you've got to watch like Plane Ride from Hell, obviously. Uh the Macho Man one's pretty good. Uh I threw down hard for Collision in Korea. Because I knew none of that stuff, and that was yeah. I don't think I've ever been more yeah. gripped buy yeah, yeah that was it. a while scott one. norton one of the fucking meanest looking dudes ever <laughs> <fearing> cold Scorpio is like two cold scorpio planning on murdering half of the legion of doom on a bus in north korea
0: fucking how he, like talks about like how he was had like chopsticks that he'd like filed turned into a That's
1: ship fucking he doesn't to kill scott norton the with. new jack dark side of the ring crazy um so he sent me a message he was like I've now watched multiple episodes of Dark Side of the Ring. So good. Outstanding. Which ones? Plane Ride from Hell, Miss Elizabeth, uh, Montreal Screwjob, and Ultimate Warrior. So he hasn't gotten around to, like, Brawl for All yet, which is a bit – we knew a lot of that stuff, but I think the Brawl for All episode's a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, I forgot about that Korea
0: one that one. That's not I might
1: watch that now. Like just (laughs) just being in that conversation with my brother in law. Like I wanted to watch all of the Dark Side of the Rings, like right then and there. I'm like, oh, this one's really good. Oh, this one's really good. Oh, the Herb Abrams one is like is really good. So yeah, no, it's good stuff. All right, cool. I just wanted to do that before we left. So we done now. Indeed. Outro it. Yeah, close down. Let's do it. All right. Thank you all for listening to another episode of New Wrestle Nation. You can follow us on Twitter at New Pod. and be sure to also follow the Nation Extreme Wrestling account at New Wrestling Inc. for ticket on sales, match announcements. Uh, when YouTube gets updated with matches, you're gonna find out from at New Wrestling Inc. Be sure to subscribe to this show on iTunes and Spotify. If you're on iTunes, Paris, what should they do? What's the one-two punch? What's the signature Ooh. move, finisher move that they need to do here? Hit them with that, subscribe.
0: Yeah. And then, and then finish it off with a, with a five-star, five-star,
1: five-star review. That's right. So if you're thinking about leaving a review, I want you to think, what type of frog splash did Rob Van Dam have? That's wrestling. And then go,
0: oh, yeah, right, five-star. Got to hit it with that impact, the same impact that
1: RVD does. That's right. Right to the gut. Former Impact Wrestling champion, Rob Van Dam. I don't know if that's accurate, but probably. <laughs> I'm assuming I think so. He, how many times did he, there's a trivia question for next week, how many times did Rob Van Dam win the Impact Heavyweight Championship? I'm going to guess Twice. Fucking, and he took it off of Mr. Kennedy one of the times. Who fucking knows? All right, that's all for this week uh, before dropping it to Killer Cross who dropped it to Samuel Shaw. Uh, for Mike Paris, the man of a thousand nicknames, the Segway Sensei, Gotcha King, uh, Mr. Hot Booth, uh, Mr. Go-to-Sleep Tickets, or yeah, the man who sleeps on tickets, Mike Paris. That, Nailed it. Yeah, got it. Uh, I'm Jordan Bowman. We'll see you next time on Nation.